Hi everyone, Benedict here. Just before we begin today's episodes, I wanted to take a moment to ask you guys for a bit of help. We have a big crit-faced project uh, beginning soon, and we need some suggestions from you. We want to know your favourite moments of the show so far, so we can highlight these in our upcoming secret project. So please get in touch with us and let us know what have been your crit-faced highlights of the story so far. Uh, let us know by emailing us at crew at crit-faced podcast.com or go over to twitter at critfacedd or head over to our facebook page facebook.com slash critfacedpodcast and hopefully we'll be able to reveal some more details about our top secret project soon warning the following may contain white walkers Join fantasy authors Phil Tucker, Tamandra Whitecastle, David Benham, Benedict Patrick, and Josiah Bancroft as they roll dice and take on the bad guys in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Five authors, five worlds, one adventure. It's time to get crit-faced. Previously on Crit Faced, the party have made it to the Wizard of Wines winery, only to discover the winery has been overrun by a pack of evil druids. Wanting more information, Master Sunna suggests sneaking up on the enemy. Right, and <laughs> guys, you are um, just outside, well, just within this copse of trees. To the south, you can just make out the looming structure of the Wizard of Wines winery, um, projecting from the fog-shrouded vineyards um, attached to the winery. So what is your plan? Well, I think Masterson was proposing the... that we'd be, like, sneaky. So, yes, how would you like to proceed? Yeah. Fireball. Sneak through yeah. the... No, no. <laughs> Not going to do the fireball right now. Maybe a couple of minutes time. Um, it's just like uh, sneak through the vines uh, towards the t- towards the house and see what's going on. Who, who are Can our best sneakers? Who's, who's too stealthy among us? Can I propose something? Yes. Can I be so bold? Okay. What if I were to cast invisibility? That's a spell. Mm-hmm. And fly. Yes. That's another spell. On the right. scout. And we send them forth like a cannonball straight up into oh. the sky. They circle around the premises, peer in through windows, maybe let themselves in through the kitchen door, get a lay of the land and come back to us without us risking anything. Can we waste this, like, yeah, spells this early in the uh, day? Well, it's not really a waste if it tells us exactly what we're up against. So do we value well, I, I know how well it worked last time you cast invisibility on me. Ah, but this, the, the, the key here is fly. Can the horses smell me from 100 feet? <laughs> yes. yes, yes, they wow. can. I say, I, I, if we're going to do this, I say we should send a Masasuna. I think she has a, a more level head than I do when it comes to these situations. <laughs> and also, I'm a little scared. Just just a small amount of frightened. Master Sunna, would you be willing to scout invisibly and aerially? Um, well, I'm a bit scared of the flying. No, thing. you're very <laughs> but, brave. Uh, you're very brave. Uh, I, I shall, I shall do my best. That's it. Yeah. I, ju- I just want to confirm you're you're definitely going to be able to 
they don't both need concentration. Is that right? Duration, concentration up to 10 minutes for fly, invisibility, concentration up to an hour. Right, I know we've, uh, maybe this is a mistake that I've done before, but I think there's an issue with you casting more than one spell with concentration. But let me just double check for you. I know we have had them going before. At the very least, we can cast invisibility on Master Sana, and she. Can well, and I, I could cast invisibility, and you could cast flight, and then we would be ah, fine. That's, that's true. Mm-hmm. I, I, John, just like a tip, tip is someone who has flown before. You have to flap. You have to flap your arms like regularly, <laughs> like several times a minute. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you will fall from the sky. Yes, we're not. Yes, we weren't supposed to have done that the last time. You cannot cast. Uh, basically, your concentration breaks if you cast another spell that requires concentration. So you can only keep one concentration spell on the go at a time. Well, then, uh, then I, I, will, I will cast Invisibility. Mm-hmm. I will and cast I, <clears throat> I, yeah. Since we need to be quiet, I'm going to do this with a sort of a, a, a soto voice. You know, just a very qu- quiet song on the, 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 the uh, concertina. And, and, and she is now invisible. Remember to flap! But if I'm invisible, you won't see me flapping, will you? <laughs> I know. I just like to think that it, 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 it'll be happening. Let's just... Yes. Imagine it. Yes. Okay. So, are we, are we doing this? Are they, are they casting? Yes, I have, yes. Cast, I have cast invisibility. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. Right, so Master Summer. You are, you are flying and invisible. What well, is your plan? Um, my plan is to um, sort of Go back to Velaki. Over, <laughs> get the hell out of here. Uh, uh, fly uh, low over the mm-hmm. vines uh, towards yes. the house. Okay. In a superhero right. pose. In a superhero oh, pose. Nobody yes. can see it, but it's amazing. It feels amazing. Um, so the winery, um, it's, it's in the middle of the vineyard. It's an old two-story building. There's loads of entrances into it. Um, sort of dotted all around. It's, uh, there's thick ivy covering every wall. Um, the roof line's got like iron fencing along the top of it. Uh, the main trail that you guys would have followed down, it ends uh, at like an open loading dock on the ground floor. You can just catch a glimpse of a, a wagon, you know, sitting in like it's a, it's an open loading dock so that you can, you can see inside that there's, that would be a way in and there's a wagon just sort of sitting there already. Um, there's a stable. Um, to the east side of the winery. It's basically as you, cause you're basically approaching it from the north. So to your left, basically, there's a, a wooden stable. It looks like it's more recent, uh, recently built. Uh, it's right beside the loading dock. Um, and over to the other side of the winery, there's like a, a crumbling old well and a wee wooden outhouse. Okay. And um, so can I like, um, I'll circle the place to see if there's any mm-hmm. life somewhere? <laughs> Right. Do you want to take a perception check as you basically circle okay. the, the building? And 18 plus 3 is 21. Uh, 21. So you don't see anything uh, at all. There's no movement uh, outside the building at all. Uh, certainly you don't catch any glimpses of anything uh, from where you are. To get to get a better glimpse inside, you need to, to get closer to the building itself. Okay, so can I uh, sort of like land in the in the courtyard between the house and the stable? 
Okay, so and it's it's all the stables the stables attached to ah, the, okay. um, the 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 side of the winery, basically the east side of the winery. So there's no courtyard. Ah, okay. So I was I was picturing it wrong. Um, but there's a door open, right? There's the dock. Uh, the docking. There's, there's actually quite a few. You see, there's quite a few entrances, and there's uh, the most entrances are actually on the north side of the building. That's the building facing where your pals are waiting for you. I mean, the biggest entrance is this entrance to the loading bay. There's also a doorway to the stables. There's another sort of steps up to like a regular, you know, a normal door on that side. There's also a, a door to the west when you circle around the west side of the house and there's a southern door as well. They're all sort of steps up for people to walk into. The loading bay door is like the big sort of entrance for the carts to come in and out of. Well, let's go there. Uh, I'll go in, uh, through the uh, the big door then. So with the loading door, are you walking in? Um... I'm sort of like, uh, can I sort of like hover in? Okay. So, <clears throat> the, do you want to take a stealth check? Could try. Okay. I think invisibility yes, is like plus 20 or something, right? Uh, you get advantage. Um, oh, so, you okay. get to roll twice. So, I get yeah. to roll twice. Plus 40. Uh, that's 18 plus 3 is uh, 21 again. Okay. Okay, so basically uh, the, the the loading dock is, is the, the ground sort of floor space of it is taken up with this wagon. There's three barrels sort of already set within the wagon, sort of braced in there. Um, so there's a, you know, this, this is a, a really tall room. It says obviously when you look up, you can see it, it goes all the way up to the, the next sort of story of the, uh, off the building itself, there's like oh, there's a a lower level wooden walkway, you know that that, that you'd just be able to walk onto here um, from you know from from the ground, and that um, runs all along the west, south, and east walls. Um, up above you, there's a, a hole in the ceiling basically, and that's where the the wooden arm of the the loading crane uh, with you know dangles, got sort of ropes and hooks dangling there. But no um, signs of life. Or no signs of life. There is a, a door uh, heading. Uh, there's basically a door straight in front of you. That if you you came in from the north of this room, so off to the south, there's a, a small door. Okay, or so of course you could. The, you've got the loading arm uh, up above you. The hole that it sort of dangles yeah. through. But there's nothing in the loading arm. Like there's no barrel or something. No, no, no. It's empty. No. Okay. Uh, then I'll, I'll head towards the door um, and sort of like, um, well, I'll land and, and sneak forward towards the door and press my ear against it. Okay. Do you want to take a perception check? I already have, and I'm at 21 again. Excellent. Um, you hear nothing. Hmm. So this is uh, a bit disappointing. Um, can I open the door? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Sneakily, very quietly. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you keep your, your last uh, stealth check. So there's a, a very short corridor here, um, and it ends in um, a ramp that basically uh, seems to spiral upwards. Uh, also, you've got a set of double doors that head off to your right. So basically, you've got two choices here. You could walk along the corridor and head to your right through these double doors, or you could walk uh, to the very end of the corridor, I'll start going up the spiral ramp. Heads up. 
So if I go to the right, that's probably like uh, the the main house, I'm guessing. Yeah, you get the from impression the, that was the running lead to. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You actually, when you were flying around the building, you saw um, there are actually two turrets um, on the sort of southwest and southeast corners of the house. So you reckon that that this sort of winding ramp seems to be basically making its way up one of the turrets, mm. the, the the sort of southeast turret of the house. Okay. Um, hmm. So don't go and look on the turret, or do I continue into the house? I'll go and look into the house. Okay. I'm still invisible, right? <laughs> you are indeed still invisible. Do you want to take another stealth check for me as you as you open these okay. double doors? I'll just open the one. Um, twenty. Okay. Um, so basically, as you as you open the door, I, there's just this rich smell um, of fermenting wine. Um, sort of hits you, and, and uh, as you, you kick it open a bit more, you, you, this, is, this is the this is like the heart of the winery you've just gotten into here. So there's a this this is massive. This chamber it must run the entire width uh, of the building, uh, and, and it's um, it's a two story chamber and is dominated by just four enormous wooden casks. Um, they're like each of them is eight foot wide, like twelve foot tall. Um, in the middle of the room, there's like a, a wooden staircase that's sort of heads up to the second story or the next story of the building. There's like windows set into it. There's all these barrels with the Wizard of Wines winery stacked against like the southern wall. Um, And like there's all these, uh, you know, there's an upper balcony levels basically that seems to, you you have to head up the steps to obviously get a better look at that. Mm. Um, uh, You can see... Up at the very, very top of the building, um, there's like lots of thick rafters and there's just scores of magpies just sort of quietly um, perching there, um, obviously not looking in your direction. Um, Mm. There's also, um, as you keep looking, the balcony above uh, creaks uh, and it draws your eye to a wild-looking figure hunched over the, the cask to the far west. You're at the east side of the room, so on, on the top, on the, the sort of second-story balcony, there's somebody uh, pouring a, a thick flask of syrup into the the western cask. So this person appears to be female, wearing a gown made of animal skins, and, there's a, and she's wearing a headdress of goat horns, and her hair is like long and just ter- and terrible. Like she clearly doesn't pay attention to it. And then something suddenly skitters across the floor, um, maybe about 10 feet away from you uh, and looks like a tiny creature made of twigs um, and it moves from its hiding place under the stairs and disappears behind uh, the cask that's closest to you. Okay, that's creepy. <laughs> um, but uh, she hasn't she hasn't been alerted to my presence through... Um, no, no, I you're invisible know. and very sneaky. Neither um, has this twig thing that's scattered across okay. the room. Hmm. So, hmm. is there is there any other way to get up uh, besides the um, uh, what was it? Uh, st- staircase, there's a, so there's the it? big central stair the big central staircase. That's the only way you can see of getting up to the balcony where this presumably and this druid is pouring something into the yeah. uh, the wine cask. And it's made of wood. The staircase. The staircase it is indeed yes. So it's going to be like creaky, horrible, um, yeah. But I mm-hmm. can I still fly? You can. Okay, so um, can I sort of like I'll 
jump and fly hover um, on yeah. the second floor kind of to get a better overview. Yeah, so you're basically well, you're flying into the middle of the room and you're you're raising yourself up so you're level with yes. the the druid that's there. So yeah. um up on that second level, um there are basically there's um you know, each of the casks has like a little almost like a um uh, like we platform that moves out to it so that people can do exactly what the druid's doing, pour stuff into the cask. It's, you know, it's sort of overlooking like the, the wine you can see here from the top that, you know, there's each of these, each of the casks has a wooden lid at the top of them. This, the druids open the, the westernmost cask. There's no, no other sign of life up here. Um, the only, there's, there's four windows to the south that you, that's letting in light. Um, there are, there's a door on the western, far western wall and there's a door on the eastern wall. The druid mm. is the only uh, person you can spot here. You can, as you continue to to watch, there's more skittering around. You get the impression there's actually quite a large number of these twig-like creatures down below, moving around the, um, you know, like hiding underneath and within um, just the the various paraphernalia that's littering the the, the fermentation chamber floor. So, hmm, I'm not sure what to do now. <laughs> I can either fly back and tell the rest of the group that I've actually, I have found uh, evidence that there there is at least one druid and uh, a number of these tree creatures. Or I could mm -hmm. try to um, talk to this woman, uh, I'm guessing. I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. Can we just sort of like have a have a um, an out of character huddle? I don't know if we should do that, Master Sana. Mm. I think maybe yeah, this should be. Yeah. <laughs> I think this should you. be. Yes. Uh, we should have had that. Wasn't there like a telephone <laughs> spell that Bill had? Oh, he has to be able to see. He has to be able mm. to see. You believe. Well, I, I will say that it has occurred to me that, like, since we've just been standing here and she's been gone for a little while, that we, we should have talked about an, an eventuality and perhaps, uh, uh, Tarfer, you could use uh, your, your magic, like, whispering thing that you did with me that one time, which was very creepy, just to connect and see how she's doing. Is that how message works? Yes, it's like a, it's, it's like a, a, a call back and forth, I believe. You, are you able to do that, Lord Telephone, without seeing Master Sona? Definitely. Of course he is. Yes. <laughs> I like, yes, like your optimism, but I'd like to back that up with cool hard facts. Well, uh, he's taking a, a short rest, you see. Um, he, he's, uh, he's rather old, and he does fall asleep. And so I, I will arouse him with my toe. Uh, <clears throat> Lord Tarfren, you're ne Sir, Lord, Lord ta ta McGrath, can you just shake him like lightly? Can um, I uh, place my... Uh, Underarm over his nose. Don't kill him. Don't don't kill him. Don't. Oh, right. oh. It, it has to Gently. be. He has to be able to see the target. I think we established last time he has to be able mm -hmm. to see the target, and you have to be within 120 feet. He has to be able to point okay. his finger towards you, and then whisper well, a message. He obviously cannot. We've killed. Him. We've killed Lord Tafrin for nothing, and uh, <laughs> so now back to our regularly scheduled program. Master Sana, what do you do? Ah, I'm deciding on whether to... Um... Oh, well, I know, I know. So what's your decision? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
ah, I'm sort of, I, I'd like to know what she's doing. Like, what is she pouring into this? Because I'm not very, I'm not an expert in making wine, but I do yes. understand the processes that you're not actually supposed to, like, if the wine is in uh, the huge um, caskets, then you don't actually pour yeah. other stuff into it. So that's probably want, not a want, good thing do that she's doing. See, do you want to uh, take a, a nature check? Sammy A check. Uh, nature to find out like what what she's pouring into it or um... yeah yeah okay but can I could like could I discern that even I don't or, know can I have Depends a nature what your role is. Um, okay so a fourteen uh, a fourteen no to be honest you're not too sure what's oh, going on okay. I'm afraid um you're so I mean you, like you bright green and corrosive <laughs> no there's nothing no. there's nothing about the what you can see that gives you any clue as to what she's doing I'm afraid you're gonna have to uh think fast because your invisibility and your flight you know, only have certain durations mm. well I mean the thing is that if I, if I become visible again then I could sort of like I could sneak up on her and um so I become visible behind her with my uh, trusty sword to her throat, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yes, um, but that's already as soon very as you, as soon intimidating. As, you attack, as soon as you attack, you will become yeah, exactly. visible. Um, uh, or I could just, you know, say, "Hey, what's going on? I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I want wine." <laughs> yes. Uh, I like the sneaky, but I think it's more in character of Master Sana to um, to to try and engage in a conversation. Okay. So I'm going so to uh, I'm going to uh, go back down to the door uh, yes. and become visible and uh, sort of like uh, close the door you're, you're, loudly yes. behind me. So, so you- are you? Just so you know, Master Sunner, once you become visible, that's it. That's that's it. What then? then I'm going to die. Yes. No, no more invisible. The spell okay, ends. So, so you, you, you can't go in and out. Are you? Are you? Sorry. I'm I'm not planning to become uh, invisible again. Like. Okay. All right. All right. I want her so to see me. So you're heading down back to the ground floor and you're yes. slamming the door to draw her attention to yes. you. Is that right? Okay. Yep. So you slam the door um, and you become visible straight away. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Uh, yes. So the uh, figure stiffens and looks in your direction. You've got a split second. What are you doing? I show her both of my hands that I am not uh, carrying weapons right now, and I say, "Well mm-hmm. met. Is this the winery of the wizard?" Um, so the druid um, lifts up uh, both her hands. I uh, can see that it's almost that, that her nails have grown to the stage where they're, they're almost claw-like, and uh, still wearing her sort of goat uh, sort of headdress. Uh, she just looks at you with like wild eyes, or, or pupils are 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 basically pinpricks, and she just shouts out in this language you've never heard of before. It sounds almost like animal howling, and uh, those wee twig creatures that you saw 
um, uh, um, scuttering across the room. Uh, just a, a colossal swarm of them. Uh, it must be about two dozen of them. Just sort of sort of heaved together from wherever they were, like hiding within the barrels or underneath the big sort of vats, and they they sort of surged across the room towards you. Uh, do you want to roll for initiative, please? Crit Faced is a weekly Dungeons & Dragons podcast. To make sure you never miss an episode, and to get an exclusive prequel episode of the podcast where you can find out what our characters were up to before this adventure began, head over to CritFacedPodcasts.com and join our Crit Faced fan group.